There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. Messi takes everybody up. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. 2-0 and he's... What a World Cup for Megan Rapinoe! From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair... Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall. The teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars. And that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire. Extended O's. Oh. Yo, your boys are back <laughs> from day homes. Uh, uh, this is you're flexing. Sopranos. You're flexing. You're flexing. You're flexing. <laughs> you're flexing. This is O Sopranos pod. Um, as always, I'm you're Joe, Joe Spellman. <laughs> that was Paul. What's it? Finish oh, yes. it. And the other guy here is David Feudernick. David Feudernick. Oh. Oh. And we're talking about episode season two, episode 12, 11. 11. Fuck, I don't know numbers. Why did we? <laughs> um, we I love that we just like organically agreed that you would do the intro every week, even though you are we fucking settle on spells. terrible at it. He fails That's every week. That's the charm. That's the That's charm. That's the fucking charm. Uh, we dug our heels in the sand. No, I'm pretty bad at this one. I'm usually pretty good. I just was like coming up with a different spin, and then I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? There's no different came spin. in hot, and yeah, then, yeah. And then yeah, things exactly. just trailed out. Got real cold. Yeah. And that's okay. That's what happens. That's right. That's right. Um, what's the name of this fucking episode? <laughs> uh, we should say we are joined by a special guest. I was going to leave that up to you. Uh, a friend of a friend, 
a friend of ours, uh, Evan, also goes by at Killer Cow, Cow with a K on Twitter. He is very, very funny. Um, one of my favorite Twitter accounts. He recently did a rewatch of the show, so I thought we had to have him on. He is currently drinking red wine and seltzer, which I respect. I respect. Not together, separately. Yeah, yeah. not in one glass. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know, alternating, you know, as one does. You got to stay hydrated. People stay hydrated. Uh, Kill Cow, welcome to the pod. Uh, thank you guys for having me. And um, before we start, may I just say, oh, yes, <laughs> perfect. You may. Nice. What and a, thank nice. you. What a polite. Yes. What a polite. Oh, thank you. Also, it, well, yeah, uh, yeah. Welcoming, Evan. Thank you you thank are you. you are from Philadelphia, correct? I I am from the suburbs just north of Philadelphia. Yes. That you you have to be the most polite person I've ever met from Philly. Well, uh, just wait till I have some more of this red wine. That's right. Yeah, keep chugging. That's right. That's Let's right. See where this goes. Hey, can I ask you? Have you ever been to the Pine Barrens? Because that's like that's like South Jersey, right? That's like. Oh yeah, we'd vacation in the Pine Barrens all the time. My dad had we we had this tradition where we'd go there right in the heat of like January, and my dad had this really fun game, <laughs> uh, find the Russian. Where we'd <laughs> we'd go through there, we'd we'd search for any like seven or eight foot tall Russians, see if we can get some interior decorating tips. It's it, it's really <laughs> yeah. a fun winter anytime we can. You, do that. you mix the wow. you mix the ketchup. But you never found him, huh? Mix the ketchup with the relish. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a Philadelphia delicacy. You put that on cheesecake, <laughs> and it's just wow. Oh, uh, very nice, very nice. Welcome to the pod. Thank Welcome you. To I have the pod. Quick Quick correction. I didn't sure. recently rewatch The Sopranos. I recently watched it for the first time ever. Are you serious? Ooh. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm very serious. Yeah. Oh, in 2020, your first watch. Goyes, first, can, watch can, can, first watch Goyes, in 2020. Can, yeah. Goyes, Goyes, can you cut him out of the Zoom? Cut. Drop him from yeah. the Zoom. Didn't know that. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is great, actually, though. So, like, what was your like interpretation? Like, had you so you had never seen an episode? You you just sort of went for it never saw an episode i had picked a, i've i've like existed in the culture over the past 20 years or so so i sure. knew like the basics of the show you know like a, a a mobster balancing crime life and personal life i knew all about the last episode i had seen the i i'd seen that whole final clip on YouTube. Sure. Yeah. i think yeah, i yeah. read the interpretation about how Tony dies that the guy wrote that's like a hundred thousand pages on WordPress or something right. without having ever seen the show. I I did that when so I was funny. like I don't know, like twenty or something yeah. and just bored at home. Um right. and, sure. and I knew I knew like some of the beats of the show and I'd seen other mob stuff, you know, I've seen The Godfather, yeah. I've I've seen Goodfellas. I've I've heard so how did you find it? Like <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant how did you find it? Like where? <laughs> no, no, where no. is it? Oh, I went to I went to HBO.com. I used my parents' uh, login to Amazon Prime. Look, right. I've got my own login. My parents leech off of mine. But oh, okay, yeah, true. Good. Me too. But, Me too. But yeah, I I thought it was excellent. Like I was I was kind of worried that it might show its date a little bit since mm -hmm. it, even the last episode aired like 13 years ago. 
but I right, thought it held right. up like pretty remarkably well. It was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. It's a lot yeah, funnier sure. than it's... some of these so-called comedies they have these days. Um, it's true. Um, yeah, that that and... is funny because because like think about like the shows like when we were kids in the nineties. Like think about like the shows from the seventies and how fucking outdated they seemed like back then. Yeah. Like it's it's kind yeah. of impressive that. It doesn't feel as outdated now, 20 years later. Yeah. And also my whole thing is like with 2020 sensibilities, or maybe I should say 2020 sensitivities, like how, how like I, I just think it's so interesting that uh, a show that is so uh, sort of um, offensive, like purposefully offensive though, <laughs> right? to like minorities and gay people and this and that, like, with all the people who have just found this series or have rewatched it f- for the first time in 15 years, uh, it's like, how do people react to Tony Soprano uh, not wanting his daughter to date a half black, half Jewish guy? You know what I mean? Like, like I always wonder, like, people just finding it now, is this show going to get canceled? And I never hear anything about that. Like, I never hear people, like, coming with the pitchforks and torches for the show for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. Right, because they like you know they like didn't they recut a Golden Girls episode or some shit? Yeah, because they had mud mud masks on. No, there yeah, was apparently like well, every yeah, show has done blackface. Yeah, like scrubs. I mean, you gotta you but gotta that, you, just... you gotta recut a lot of the Golden Girls because a lot of that shit is really edgy. So I mean, they're really I mean, opening the floodgates now. You know, is it just Cancel. because like the show is like good and all those other shows are like whatever like any sitcom is really just what whatever this is just garbage anyway i think because people are um, people are like been like binging so much shit now like and it's on hulu i think maybe like hulu was like because it's probably one of the more wa- watch shows on well, there a- right. hbo just like changed fucking gone with the gone wind, with the wind. Yeah. <laughs> it's true whoa, whoa 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 hbo max Please, yeah, please, I, I forget. Two, please forget they're different. They're, they got different CEOs. We have, we have to make a <laughs> distinction. Um, that's great that you, yeah, because that was my biggest, uh, uh, curious question. Asking somebody who just watched it for the first time is like, does it? Not even, yeah, like. <sighs> I guess this is a hard question to ask, but is it the greatest show of all time in your opinion? <laughs> That's what we want to know. Well, I mean, I've seen um, our list, so it can't <laughs> possibly make that claim. Yo, besides our list. Yes. non great. It's one predecessor. I Classic go-to. I don't know. It's, there's a lot of recency bias. I, I, don't, I don't think it's the greatest show, but it is. It's up there. It's like, Mm-hmm. I I'd be hard pressed to name ten better shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, Fair enough. What was what, just out of curiosity? What were some of your favorites before you uh, caught Soprano? Uh, the Wire, to be very yeah, for sure. Of course. Um, yeah. No, the, no, no. The The Simpsons has a very special place in my heart, especially. I I don't I don't mess around with seasons three through eight. I'm more of a like season fifteen and on guy. I think that's where oh, it really wow. hit its stride. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. It's. <laughs> I was like controversial. Yeah, I believed it. That, I was that'd like, be, really? That'd be good bit to do one day. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm a I'm a recent Simpsons only guy. Like the yeah. episode where Lisa meets Lady Gaga is like all the form. Yeah, I'm I, I'm all Godfather three. All just <laughs> yep. 
should we cool. should we get into the episode discussion? Yeah, let's, let's do it. House arrest. So, uh, so Evan, you you probably watched this episode what like a few days ago, or uh, how 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 in what span of time did you binge the the Sopranos? Uh, we binged the whole series from like the end of March to maybe the first week of June. Oh, so okay. I nice. I rewatched reasonable. I yeah. rewatched this episode yesterday, and it had probably been like two months since I saw it. Also, the first time I had rewatched an episode of The Sopranos. <laughs> there you go. It's an interesting episode to rewatch, because uh, so of course this is House Arrest, season two, episode eleven. Uh, because there's not a lot that goes down in the episode. In fact, yeah. that's almost like the point of it right. is that it's yeah. it's like sort of mundane, right? Yeah. Um, just to refresh our people who haven't watched it in twenty years, uh, this is the episode where um, uh, Junior struggles with life while under house arrest. Uh, Tony reports to his his job in quotation marks at Barone Sanitation, and um, what else? Doctor Melfi. Doctor Melfi's drinking problem worsens, yeah. and that, that's that's basically it. No big like plot movements, um, but there's there's a ton of like memorable shit like peppered throughout the episode. R- here. Richie continues to cross Tony. It'd be a yeah. be a pain in Tony's ass. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uncle, I guess that's June, Uncle June. There's a lot of Uncle June yeah. stuff. Great Uncle June up. Right. Yeah, because Uncle June had sort of been on the bench for uh, most of the season, like in terms of like he hasn't had an A story this up this season. Yeah, yeah, he's I been like. mm-hmm. farting into the same couch cushion, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> um. So 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 let's get into it. I mean, yeah. the opening scene with that garbage truck <laughs> Yo, just unloading our, piles again, of like rotted lettuce. Art department, like in front of this quick art or whatever. Art department, fantastic job with the heads of lettuce. <laughs> That's beautiful trash, gorgeous trash. Like nobody, they're not even in trash bags. They're just <laughs> openly like rotting vegetables, like in the back <laughs> yeah, of this truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that the line. That that's one of my favorite like um, esoteric or like one-off lines that you don't like you know spoken by a minor minor character. You are speaking <laughs> shit to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yup. I thought yeah. uh, I love that every time I see it. I I yeah. wrote so that I guess... down. It it spoke to me. Uh, this <laughs> this dumping. Where do you think it ranks on the dumpings in the series? I have it. <laughs> I have it firmly in the top three. The other two being yeah. Tony's diarrhea fest later on in the yep. season, and a couple episodes later. Yeah, yep. and then Gigi dying on the toilet. Yes. I I haven't I haven't figured out the order, dumps. but I think that's the clear top three. Well, well you, we're talking I, about. I mean, honorable mention, of course, a uh, little Veets dump in the shower. <laughs> oh, true, you know? that's true. Right, but if we're also talking about like just garbage trucks uh, dumping, like what about um, final season when they're like dumping asbestos oh, yeah. the, into like, the waste the, into the, the meadowlands? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, another great one. I uh, reflect on it fondly, but um, but yeah. So I guess the idea is like the guy had called and complained because like they they just skipped him. Uh, they missed like garbage pickup, and then they charged him double because they had to come out twice. Right. I mean, is there nobody like overseeing the the sanitation in Newark or wherever the fuck they are? Like, yeah, like, what do you do? Yeah, Tony Soprano is. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's the thing. Like, there's like that guy is just fucked. There's nothing he can do to like fix the the rotting vegetables in his uh, in his parking lot. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's, that's, that's what they, they're called. The, that's the mob. That's how they work. What? The what? Just finding out about how the mob works. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's, just, it's just interesting to me. He has no other routes of like, I'm fucked. Like, I'm cleaning up these vegetables myself. Um, but yeah. But so I guess the big thing in this episode is like, they, they call that to attention because later in the episode, we find out that Richie is selling blow around, like, along the garbage stops right and that always confused me what is the advantage from a criminal perspective to selling blow along garbage routes do we know this straight to customer straight to straight to consumer straight to customer Mm -hmm. and there's no um you know i don't know have have you guys ever uh, ordered coke and have a guy come to your apartment (laughs) before it's fucking weird well Um, i mean (laughs) evan you're from you're you're from philly have you ever seen that before (laughs) Uh, I've never seen anyone delivering blow on a garbage route, but like the dumping of the garbage truck, that's just like every other Tuesday for me where we yeah, grow. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. They're like, we do not accept this garbage and just dump. Yeah, that's like an I, Eagles I lost Tuesday. <laughs> right, 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 right. I had a I had a friend who who ordered Coke and had it delivered to his Manhattan apartment by some sketchy ass motherfucking dude. And he came into the apartment and you know, did it, and it was fine, I guess, because it's in the it's in your apartment. But it's right. weird as fuck. Um, so I guess maybe if it's like you're talking to a person who's just picking up your garbage, I'm, it doesn't look conspic- conspicuous. I, um, wasn't there a drug dealer um, in New York, like in the '60s or '70s, that used to sell drugs out of an ice cream truck? Like it's like that's. It's a, right. it's a similar thing because like that I get because unless you're um, you're making a transaction regardless whether it's ice cream or cocaine right right that's but true. like people like unloading your dumpster into the back of their truck like they're not they're not it's not like like that guy in the opening scene who's like you are speaking shit to me he, that guy's not buying the coke well well you so, know like, unless whatever, it is, unless that's he the is. problem that, <laughs> yeah, that was my other point yeah you don't know that <laughs> oh wait is he. It no, could be. It could be anybody. It could be anybody, business or residential. I'm saying, like, uh, he wouldn't complain if if uh, there were his coke supply, dude. Probably not. But maybe he's not. Maybe people are doing it, and maybe he's not one of them. You know, it's like true. It, it can't be everyone. But it's clearly a half baked idea because, like, as the episode progresses, like the FBI, like has pictures of the guy selling it to somebody. So it's like, (laughs) so it's probably just Richie and June being sloppy and like not even fucking thinking about it. Like, you know, Richie wants to make money. It doesn't make any sense to me. Cause like what, like how many customers are going to be waiting for you there to pick up somebody's trash at whatever the fuck place. But, Oh, well, maybe they put it in your mailbox. Like, you know, maybe they like, you know, put it somewhere. Maybe it's a little, maybe it's a, maybe there is a system to it. True. And yeah. you know, it, it's a little more covert, uh, that, you, that you're unaware of. Whereas like, you know, like someone in the suburbs is not necessarily going to go down to, uh, an urban area to buy cocaine. If that's like probably where you would think back in the day, that's where people would get it. You know, you know what I mean? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. That's yeah. my guess. Um, that's my I, I should clarify, I'm not a lawyer. Don't take anything I say as legal advice, societal advice, act on your own peril. But I I think it might kind of be the perfect crime. Like you pick up someone's trash, you leave some cocaine in their trash can, and then yeah. it's like, oh, who's to say how that got there? It fell off a truck. That's true. True. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. You are selling cocaine via trash routes, aren't you? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. That is why we asked him on this episode. Yes. This is definitely um, something I think would be happening in the suburbs of Philly, you know, still to this day. <laughs> cocaine, trash, all the same. Um, but yeah, so so then we, we see Tony fresh off the, uh, he's getting off of the Bevilacqua uh, murder with the um, eyewitness and the murder and all that at the end of last episode. And now we have Neil Mink, his lawyer, telling him, you know, he's got to lay low. Um, by, by the way, I, he's got, like, I, I love like throughout the episode, people talking about this Nets game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was like, yeah, why oh, is that a threat? See, uh, well, first of all, I think a lot of them made money off of it. But um, yeah. but all these people are like, hey, Richie's like, how about the Nets? And then yeah. Neil, Neil Mink is like, that game? <laughs> My, and then my Asian, Asian you, Harris is like, you see that game last night, Tone? <laughs> is it all the same game? It can't be. My yeah. question to you, yeah, I think so. I think my so. question uh, um, to, uh, and maybe I should have asked this before, but uh, to the basketball guys, right. what game is it? Do you know what game it would be? In 2000? Well, he goes, uh, uh, man, that guy Williams good. Like Darren Williams? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm like, so... But I'll, I don't know. They were good back then. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I I had that same thought about Darren Williams, but he didn't get drafted till like 2005, I think. And he wasn't. And like, when was he with the Nets? And when yeah, was he, he was with, with the, the Nets, Nets in like the late 2000s. Right. Oh yeah, it's not him. Wait, what's Williams? I'm very disappointed. Jason you guys Williams. Yeah, I didn't win the exact game. Who? Jason Williams? Isn't that a guy? It, he Definitely is a guy, guy. but. Did he play for the Nets? Just Google search Jason who's, Williams. Who's Only the guy, one guy will come up, probably. Who's the guy with the gun? Wasn't that Jason Williams? Gilbert Arenas? Gilbert Arenas? No, 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 no. Oh, you mean uh, the guy who he actually like shot someone? I think he was pulling out a... He was showing a gun at a party. NBA or and he shot, Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> NBA. I would t- he shot somebody, um, and he was like showing a gun at like his house. Wasn't that... A guy named Jason Williams. I don't know. I mean, there was. We a, went off yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Williams Rewind. is Rewind. the Williams they were talking about. Ah, okay. okay. I trust you've you've done your your little research there. Yeah, I crunched the numbers. Thank you. I can't I can't <laughs> trust my co-hosts. I gotta rely on the guests. Uh, but yeah, so um, so Neil Mink tells Tony, "You gotta lay low." I guess Tony has like on paper like a couple different jobs he reports to. Barone Sanitation being one. Yeah, what's the first the one? one? Is, like some. Yeah, he's like flesh there, so, or burning, burning fat, like, like fat or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> burning flesh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know. Um, but you, you, do you guys think this is like an effect? Is this like a strategy that like mob guys use? Like they have like their on paper jobs that they like report to every once in a while or like, is that an effective strategy? I don't even know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's, uh, I, I don't know if it's something that they're normally reporting to, but of course they have like shit on paper. I mean, Cause we never throughout the rest of the series, see people like reporting to any sort of like nine to five job. Right. There's, there's that I mean, scene where they they all go the, they they go that job at the construction site and they're all That's just true. sitting yeah, the around. No sh- the right, no those are like, jobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then there's like no work jobs where they show up, but they just fucking sit on their asses right. all day. Yeah, um, yeah. And like um, Chris- I remember and Christopher, like uh, the Wabistics thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. 
but that was for like a specific uh, sort of play to like, you know, with stocks and everything, trying to get rich quick. Right. With this, it's like Tony just needs to go sit what? in an office and not be associating with what? known criminals. What was, for a what was bit, the business yeah. where Paulie is like employee of the month? Remember there's that picture of him on the wall? And so I was just going to say, yeah, it's like uh, season uh, six or something like that. That's Barone Sanitation. I think, yeah, I think yeah. Polly also has, that was the episode where they, they were trying to sell Barone Sanitation after Dick Barone right, died. His kid, when right. they break his kid's Paulie, legs. Polly has the beef yeah. with the kid. <laughs> oh, Uncle Polly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Uncle Polly. Yeah, so Polly's like on the books there, but we don't see Polly in the offices in this episode. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that whole the whole thing of like Tony like laying low, he's like he's like making a office basketball pool, yeah. like for the people and shit. Like, it's I, I think that's sort of like the point of the episode is Tony cannot handle these like the just the regularness of life, right? right. Um, but we'll get into yeah. that. So Junior's storyline here, we, he starts off in the hospital. I don't know if he got like a stint or something or like a stint, a stint, yeah. yeah, was it? Because they okay. say that he's responding yeah. well to the stent. Like in his like follow-up. Oh, gotcha. I missed that. Um, and then uh, some FBI marshal comes in to like put his his ankle bracelet back on because he's under house arrest. Marshall, a Marshall McLuhan yeah. joke for all the kids out there, you know, <laughs> for the youngins. Yeah, I didn't know who that was. I had to Google it. Any Hall. You Neither did Junior. Yeah, yeah, right. Huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Fuck's the yeah. joke. <laughs> I, I only know because of. I had uh, heard the name, but I just didn't know who. I only it was. know because of Annie Hall, the scene in Annie Hall where like he actually like gets pulled. He's like, right, you know, you know yeah. nothing of my work. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He he was like, I guess, some Canadian philosopher who studied media right. theory and like effects of mass media on like behavior of society and shit. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, cool. whatever the writers are trying to say with that one. Not sure. No, Terrence Winter, <laughs> all about it. Yes. Who makes an appearance in this episode? Did you catch it? <laughs> yes. He, yeah, he's playing Melfi's uh, patient. Yep. Anyway. Uh, um, uh, so I'm not a cat. I, really... I don't shit in a box. <laughs> like that line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when uh, when Tony's like bored at home, looking out the window, eating ice cream. Like, Listen to classic rock. You're gonna Dude, have to I, serve love somebody. Q, I love Q104. Q104, yeah, dude, baby. Back in the day, that shit was the fucking best. I feel like that's all of us the past like three months, right? Just like, <laughs> just staring yeah, out the but, window. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Just looking out the window. Yeah, but it, it's but it's serious. But it's serious XM. Right. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Staring out the window, listening to the Dave Matthews Band <laughs> channel on Sirius XM. MSNBC, yeah. NBC on fucking blast. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, Rachel turned up all the way. <laughs> um, hey, he's having a Dove Bar in the afternoon. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A pretty. That's pretty good. That's too. living, baby. Pretty ball. Yeah, mm. that's right. And I love that there's like a big bowl of fruit right next to him, and he's still like just fucking chowing down on the Dove Bar or whatever. Um, there, there are there are like social media, like Soprano social media, like Instagrams, which are like just pictures of like when there were flowers in the shot or when there was fruit in the shot and shit like yeah what is, what is, you, you want to call you, you want to talk about calling out the art department i mean come on if you you run one of those accounts don't you man you're always I calling wish. out the fucking art department i man. wish oh i got i gotta I make a plug wish. right now i was gonna save it for the end but this is the perfect segue oh uh, please do yeah yeah nobody perfect. listens to the end man do it now exactly <laughs> yeah my uh, 
my girlfriend has started a account like that. It's called Sopranos Robes. It goes through every robe that a character wears in the Sopranos. When we were watching it, we were noticing how many robes people were wearing. And she's going through episode (laughs) by episode. There are way more robes than you think. Like <laughs> that's amazing. Well, oh, what's what's the handle? The handle is Sopranos Robes. Oh, amazing! I I, I stumbled upon it because that's what I was just gonna say. Like I was just gonna ask Dave, like, what's the new one that I just saw? And that's right, that's the one. Like I, holy I, shit! I stumbled upon that. Um, it must have been like you retweeted it on Kill It, like Kill a Cow, when I was looking on the O oh, Sopranos. Oh, uh, maybe. Twitter. It, yeah, maybe we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Oh yeah, uh, we've yeah, been, been plugging it heavily. It's it's <laughs> yeah, an excellent yeah. account. One post a day, character in a robe, nothing more. Nothing it's great. Less. No, you are right. You are right. There are there are tons of. I was like, oh my god, That's, there are a lot of robes. I mean, Tony's robes, the iconic robe. And now yes. I'm now I'm curious to see like what else you guys are coming up. Here, with. I mean, I can definitely he, picture Ralphie. Ralphie definitely in a robe. Ralphie's got yeah. a robe. Ralphie's got some nice robes. There's one character who does not wear a robe until the very last episode. Wow. Oh huh. man. Okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Give me a sec. This. I'm gonna really fucking press myself here. Okay. Fucking last episode. Uh Agent Harris. <laughs> it's not Agent Harris. Well, it might be Fuck. Agent Harris. Wait. I, I I think it is. I can't con- because I can't confirm if it's Agent Harris, but that is the last <laughs> time you it's the only time you see him at home. Right, because he's he's like um oh wait. Yeah, he's like in bed or something, right? Or wait, am I imagining? Yeah, this? he's he's in wife? bed and he he hears yeah. about the Phil Leotardo hit and he yes. gets so pumped. Yeah, oh but no, God. that's not oh who I was God. thinking of. It's a that's more major a, okay. character than right. Agent Harris. Ooh, can you tell us, or or do we have to go to the feed to find well, out? Well, it won't be on the feed for a while because we're going chronologically uh, right, right, roughly. Right. But the answer is AJ. Wow, AJ, I can't huh. even picture him. Yeah, it's huh, it's just one scene in the last episode. I can't even remember what the robe is, but it's it's an AJ esque robe. Hundred percent, the writers knew what they it's were a, doing. They're like handing off Tony's robe to AJ, right? It's a like it's in a the final apps. It's a slipknot like, robe. <laughs> it's a mud vein yeah. robe. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. There's like all these fucking like AJ's new metal T-shirts as a Twitter account. We oh, just that one last week found. Uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Where's oh, the Gabagool? Gabagool Where's the Gabagool? <laughs> yeah, 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 the Gabagool, Gabagool count. <laughs> like fucking phenomenal. This mother, hats off. This motherfucker has like five followers. Like, respond to us, motherfucker. <laughs> he's <laughs> so fuck? nervous now. Yeah, he's yeah. like, shit. No, he's, he's, no one was supposed to know about this. Yeah, he put the spotlights he's on him through fucking episodes, <laughs> man. You gotta like, it, it's not just like verbally. Like, he's trying to spot the Gabagool too. By the way, so, do we yeah, we, got, we got Gabagool in this episode, right? What, what does he take out of the fridge when uh, the book club is going on? It's I don't know. I, was th- I thought that was the uh, smoked turkey. But it's not. I don't know what it is. It had he a takes pink out something red. and he just did it. He oh, I thought we pink, didn't see it. Pinkish hue. I <laughs> I thought it was just Could wrapped up. He angrily takes yeah. out some sort of cold cut. But yes. like, yes. yeah. But like three quarters of their fridge is cold cuts, and the other quarters yes. aren't shoes. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. <laughs> He's so mad that like Carmela is having the girls over for like their uh, their book club. And he's just like it is funny this away. this epi- this season, Carmela reads like Frank McCourt and Memoirs of a Geisha, and I just like vividly remember oh, my mother reading oh. 
reading Big. that in this time oh, period. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I have I, that written. I have that written down about my mom. I, like I, yeah, I like, was gonna say the same thing. I just can vi- envision her nightstand, like having both those books. Yeah. Isn't it funny though? That's what the Sopranos did. It's really a time capsule, and it's re- and they really paid attention to those details about like what the fucking like average Joe was consuming, whether it was it's such like a TV cr- or books or right. music, shit like that. You know that the, that shit was such a craze back then because probably Oprah read it or right. like Rosie O'Donnell read it or something yep, like, right, yep. and they were huge. They were so right. huge, like yeah, right. And they always try to like it. Always sort of like ties into whatever the fucking theme of the episode is. Um, like when they were talking about like Tiz uh, by Frank McCourt, somebody said something like, oh, you know, how do they find the humor in such like tragedy? Right. Like, That's the fucking Sopranos. That's the show. Right. You know, right, There's, right. They, they didn't write that line for nothing, you know, but uh, also got in their ra- yeah. racist digs against uh, Irish people. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, the yeah, you got to stay on brand. You got to get your racist right. digs in. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, oh, speaking of drinking, Melfi, uh, is is like taking shots yeah. before slamming <laughs> Belvedere before Tony. Tony's sessions. Yeah, right, right. Do you get like what's what's the point of this little storyline? I mean, it doesn't really end up going anywhere. This is like uh, another. It's another. I guess like, I guess like especially with Uncle June in this episode, it's just like mm-hmm. another another way to flush out the character, another way to like, I don't yeah. know, show like show what's going on in their life and their mu- right. the mundaneness uh, not just of tony but all these other you know integral characters to the, the, the show right right i think i guess that's it i guess i think it was david yeah. chase's way i think it was david chase's david chase's way of trying to strong arm new jersey into passing anti-smoking and restaurant laws yeah <laughs> that's right that's right, right. uh oh I mean... my god <laughs> I that do. didn't come around until when, you know? I mean, like I remember was... I remember in New York, uh, like, the bars finally, like, when I was a freshman in college uh, in the early 2000s, like, the bars finally, like, being anti-smoking. But, I mean, that is fucking, and I say this as somebody who smoked cigarettes when I was younger, like, that is fucking disgusting to be eating and, like, have somebody blowing fucking cigarette smoke indoors yeah, like yeah. in your face like yeah, did it all the like, time was, and... was there not even like a smoking <laughs> section in that restaurant because she was just like posted up right next to melvin or something that seems weird usually yeah. there would be maybe a smoking, smoking section, section but i guess i wasn't eating in like nice restaurants <laughs> like when i was in college when like i definitely ate at diners where we smoked inside which is disgusting um <laughs> oh but uh, but uh, and I do remember when they banned smoking in New York City. It's probably like oh two or oh three. Yeah, yeah. It's oh two. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I will say like in regards to the Melfi stuff, I think David Chase often gives her like some stuff outside of therapy that then pushes yeah. her to push Tony in some direction, and so like Elliot pushing her about her drinking gets her riled up and then she pushes tony about like how like like he does yeah. you know what, what he needs to change in his life you know yeah yeah i mean because by the end of the episode after tony's been you know sort of uh secluding himself from the rest of the gang um like she sort of puts it to him like why do sharks have to keep moving you know right <laughs> like these anti-social personalities need to like keep moving so that they don't stop and think about the people that they're actually hurting 
and then but i love that tony just sort of like turns that on richie he's like right fucking guy i know fucking crippled somebody it's like it's never him it's always somebody else that that's being talked about but but yeah i mean i love i love how that sort of i I think you're right dave and it never occurred to me before but i think i think that's sort of um what david chase was going for with that whole storyline there yeah and then it's just dropped because tony of course doesn't do any actual self-reflection um yep then we get to the garbage man. Hold ball. on, hold on, hold on. I have to say this one <laughs> oh, little last thing about go. the mask, ah, about, about the cigarette thing. I mean, come on, as it relates to today's society, aren't is it like the mask people? And then, <laughs> oh, and then so who gets punished? Like who gets punished? Yeah. The one who's right, right? You know, yeah. she gets thrown out. I just wanted to yeah. say that. It's true. Yeah. We would have, if this was now like, and, and smoking was still legal in restaurants, we would definitely see a video of that interaction go viral on twitter oh yeah oh yeah um, um i also the, think that uh that um the orderly who comes and makes junior sit in the in the wheelchair in the hospital oh yeah like sir your wheelchair like sir your face mask right, <laughs> like right. junior would definitely not be uh adhering to whatever sounds like but, nazi uh, germany <laughs> But yeah, so we get to the the uh, event that the Barone Sanitation is holding. <laughs> I love which, this, which Richie calls the Garbage Man's Ball. It looks uh, like it. Yeah, whatever the fuck it is, it's some sort of like social. I always, I, I don't know. I, I don't always know. the costume department was great on this. Oh, yeah. Like everyone was just in the great, the best, perfect outfit. It's just like classless right. people, like what they think classy is <laughs> right, right i'm not right. wearing a fucking tie i'll wear the khakis and my fucking nice polo okay and i'll tuck it in not wearing a fucking tie <laughs> that, those, I, that's those, those, yeah. those people yeah um you don't have jack daniels <laughs> <laughs> so some event that all the garbage people need to get together for whatever reason um but so wait, actually, my question is: Is this the first time we heard that Janice and Richie are officially engaged? I think or... so. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I just love Janice's fucking transformation into the mob wife here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because you think about like where she started the season, she's like, "Oh, I'm Parvati." Right. She's like smoking weed, <laughs> and she's like the hippie aunt, and now she's like you know the sweater over her shoulders. <laughs> now she's Jan. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Completely. Um you ever notice uh a guy in this scene who is just like a little flash is this guy I think his name is Frank Adonis. He's in all the fucking Scorsese movies. Like he's like I recognize that guy. He's yeah. in Casino, he's in Goodfellas, he's in Raging Bull. Like oh, I thought he I was what the fuck? I, he's I just, know who you're talking he's about. He's one of the like people talking, like in the flash. He's one of the guys who like so when when, when Tony, Tony has, so, panic Tony has yeah. like the interaction yeah. with Richie about like don't sell the coke or, along the routes and don't give me your fucking Manson lamps and and all that, uh, and then more than a feeling starts playing and Tony starts to have the panic attack yeah, yeah. and then they cut to, you know, the, the bigger woman sort of like dancing yep. and like just snippets of conversation like mundane like awful uninteresting conversation from all these people he's one of those guys who's just like feeding those lines right? yeah it's like one of those inserts of like that conversation right. about the sanitation department right. or whatever uh and then, so weird and we never see him again it's like this guy's like a accomplished <laughs> like he's been in a million oh, movies oh, you, you'd recognize yeah, he, him 
Oh yeah, him. I know who you're talking about. You know, he almost looks like Larry Barisi. He kind of yeah, does like a little, little bit. Because I was like, is that Larry? And I was like, no, it's another guy. But that looks that guy looks familiar. I know who you're talking. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, you'd think I w- he would be like a bigger character. I wonder if maybe because Terrence Winter wrote this episode, if maybe they're friends or something. And mm. he just like for shits and giggles was like, hey, come by set and like. Yeah, come on like, in. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you a like, line. Why we'll else? Line. Yeah. Why else would he be in this? Like that guy is like. Right. Mafia actor royalty. Yeah. 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 Um so that so this is where Tony starts to have his first panic attack since I, I don't know have we seen a full-blown panic attack this season? Um maybe not since like the first episode when Janice like shows up he starts to like feel a little the ginger ale like, whatever brain, yeah. but but uh but do you think what what do you think spurred the panic attack here? Is it is it his conversation with Richie or is it the the mundanity of of because there's a reason that I feel like that they cut to all those people like fucking just having the most boring conversation you can ever imagine while he's having his panic attack. Is it is it like the seclusion he's been under? I think and, it's and just being a normal person, or is it Richie? I think it's everything, bec- and it's also like yeah, he talks to Janice, and like Janice is going to be marrying Richie, and all that stress right. from that. Right. Like he's going to have to like Richie's going to be his brother-in-law. I think it's just like everything. Like right. all the stress he went through, like almost going away for a long time. Like I think it's right, like a, right. that's often when you have a panic attack when you're overwhelmed. Right. So he's right. just overwhelmed with like all these all this bullshit. I think he's upset right. that he couldn't get any of the World War Two memorabilia that they found. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is painful Dude. for Tony. That's so of interesting. All people. Like, well, that's they they purposely did that because you know we always see him watching the History Channel yeah. and this and that, and he takes an interest in that kind of shit. And 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 to to like the one cutaway in the like middle of the episode that we have to like the guys Chris and Paulie and Sil, like is them geeking out over all this World War II memorabilia. Yeah. First of all, how fucking like how how did they get this? And second of all, how scary is it that they have this fucking <laughs> historical? Sh- they are now in charge of right. this fucking historical shit, right? so bizarre um but really also, funny moments also a little too on the nose that uh they they chose puss to dress as the in the nazi hat and like you know talk about like people being traitors uh, and stuff dude was it too on the nose because i didn't catch it you didn't god no i didn't get it fucking moron you guys got it <laughs> well is it on yeah. the nose if we don't if you don't know what's gonna happen i mean i don't know uh, that's true yeah that's true you, it's, a, it's yeah, on yeah. the nose if you rewatch it right but, right right i don't know yeah yeah but well at, at, but you know that he's a traitor at that point like oh true right. yeah I guess. you know that he's talking right. to the feds i mean i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know yeah um but is it is it, i don't know but I yeah so it's, <laughs> i don't fucking know <laughs> don't good know. call feudy um but so, yeah. Then we got so Tony is Tony's stuck. Uh, oh fuck! Oh uh, fuck! Truffles? That's my dog. <laughs> hey, shut up! We have ways of dealing with you, truffles. <laughs> uh, so we have Tony stuck in in his regular life at the uh, at the at the garbage disposal business, and then we have Junior stuck with his hand in an actual garbage disposal. Oh shit! Oh, that, oh fuck! No, I didn't even think of that. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I thought that was on the nose. What do you think now, man? 
And they dispose of garbage at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> it's true. This episode's all about garbage and You're getting flexing. rid of it. All right. Uh, you all are flexing. You You're all are flexing. flexing. Gullius, you're flexing. Junior stood there for fucking six hours how with his fuck, hand in the garbage disposal. How fucking much do you have to stick your goddamn... For, like, how hard do you have to stick your... I just don't know what's <laughs> going stuck. on. How the hell is that going to happen? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but of course, then we get enough Richie that you and... can't move it around and take it out. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's my fucking nightmare, really. If that I would mean, happen to honestly, me, I, yeah. I do, I do, I do love that Ch- Chanis comes in. I know we're jumping ahead, but she's like, "Why, no. why didn't you call on E one?" It's like, oh, whoa, what, my, my toes? fucking toes, <laughs> toes. Dude, I just, great, I, I love, I love how much Junior just fucking despises Janice. <laughs> He oh, really yeah. does. It's I, mean, I never really picked up how much it's like it's not covered up at all. He outwardly hates her. Yeah. Like with everything and, she and does. And then like his... but he but he's right. He sees he sees like that she's a fucking little snake in the grass. Oh yeah. He sees that she's a fucking like he warns he warns Richie. He warns yeah, Richie. He does, yeah. 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 But then so then... so they're his savior. And then that's when Richie tells tells Junior, like, hey, you know. Oh, he gives him like the envelope. It's light, and Junior's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Hey, your nephew doesn't doesn't want to let us earn, right? You know, which is stoking the flames a little bit. And and of course, this is that's like the one thing that sort of pushes the plot a little forward this episode because it's just more, you know, it's the jacket and it's Tony's whole attitude towards uh, Richie this season, and now this, you know, Richie's making his case to Junior to, hey, maybe maybe your nephew does have to go, you know, right. Um, yo, great Wallace Beery reference, <laughs> uh, which is an actor who died in 1949. I was like, dude, Richie even know who this motherfucker is? What? I had to What's Google. the reference? He goes, he goes, you should have seen him in the, in the, in the, in the, you know, at the, at the garbage man, like garbage man's ball. He looked like Wallace Beery, which is a fat actor. <laughs> like, like who, de- who, like from the thirties and forties. Like, There's wow. There's a lot of sort of like obscure references. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, um, that these fucking mob guys would not know. Right, right. I right. mean, maybe Junior would know who who that is. Sure, for sure he yeah. would. But yeah. it's just such a. I'm like, what the fuck? I've never even heard of this person. Um, I find that funny. Yeah. What do you guys think of the whole uh, Junior and Catherine Romano, this sweet old lady uh, storyline? I will say, I I would have liked the better. Like, the actress has always bothered me. She's really playing at a like New Jersey like Italian woman, you know. Oh yeah, I could tell I, she's she, like by the way she uh, pronounces managat. She's she's like well, the manacote. She, she says managat when she first gets there, and then when she's leaving, she says manacote. I'm like, man, f- man, fuck, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue coach was like, I give up. I'm sorry. sorry. She does. Well, you got it. Remember, she can't remember it. Yeah. She got I wonder if subconsciously day. that's why Bobby ate all of it to protect Junior from an inauthentic product. <laughs> right. It's fair. Right. Yeah, she's asking to go to IHOP and shit. Like, come on. Yeah. Kind of Ita- what kind of Italian is like wants to go to IHOP instead of a New Jersey diner? Hey, my 100% full-blooded Italian used to take us to IHOP, okay? Uh, trash, dude. You're trash. Is... <laughs> my grandmother, she... she... I would get some chicken fingers. She would get some uh, pancakes. You know, 
Well, full Italian stuff. You got chicken fingers for breakfast? You fucking disgusting. No, fucking we would monster. go there for fucking dinner. That's even worse. Oh, oh so, no, so you no. yeah. got pancakes for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> dude, what? Why not, what man? the? Dude, you're. Ugh, okay. All Breakfast right. for dinner, man? You never heard of it? Uh, Get on board. Anyway, I mean, yeah, uh, anyway. I don't need pancakes. I'm, uh, I'm more of a savory boy. Yeah. I usually am too. I usually am too, except for uh, whatchamacallit at the Grove. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that place. That place is, I mean. Didn't they burn it down? <laughs> it did not. It did not burn down. Uh, what 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 else do we have to discuss about this app? <laughs> <laughs> I like this is perfect though because I thought we were gonna go like all over the place to just talk about little bits of the episode because that's really all you could talk about this episode. It's true because right. not much, but happens. there are great little. Well, bits. I guess I guess like the like so the we leave that storyline with we see Junior and Catherine finally hanging out, right? And she's like rubbing his feet on the couch, and he falls asleep. And then she comes and like it's very sweet. She puts watching, the mask on his face. Watching diagnosis murder. Right. Yeah. Of course. Hell yeah, dude. Hell and then yeah. she like kisses his head and and she leaves. And that's the last time we ever see or hear from her in this episode. Yep. Or I mean in the series. So like I, I don't Do you know th- what you think he's scared away by Livia because Livia's all fucking poking her beacon. Yeah, that's right. We do get a call from Olivia. Yeah. He's like, what, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing calling my home? Could fill a book with, with all the things you don't know. <laughs> right. Of course, she's like, it's the sweetest old woman, and Olivia's got just shit to say about her. Right. Um, I mean, he was. Yeah, I mean, I guess, was, I guess uh, but it's, it's just interesting. They put like a period on the end of that storyline, and that's it. So I, I, I have to ask, like, what were they trying to say with that? Like, I think. Uh, the best that I can say is that like speaks to the whole episode. It's just a slice of like a little moment in his life. Like yeah. you know, this is just a slice of life. He's getting right friendly there. with with someone, and doesn't and then like her. and then like yeah, you never hear about it again. Which like yeah. you know yeah, we also just, it happens all the time. And we also hear about uh, what's her name, his old uh, lady friend. Bobby yeah. says he saw oh, uh, Bobby. Bobby said, San Filippo. Yeah, yeah, he puts the pie in the face of in season one. By the way, so fucking funny. Bobby, they they bring up Fountains of Wayne again, and uh, and he says he saw her at Fountains of Wayne, and he and Junior asks Bobby what she was getting, and he says (laughs) a a fountain of a kid pissing. (laughs) Classic. What a great little like fucking nugget. Like you like didn't have to write that. That's so fucking funny. It's true. You can see Bobby, um, you can see Bobby being like, "Fuck, getting a kid pissing. That's fucking. That's kind of fucking weird." True. <laughs> they did take a bird bath or something, but like you know, fucking kid pissing. Okay. <laughs> you see where your priorities are. I see why she got the pie to the face now. <laughs> um, but yeah. So by the end of the episode, we have uh, we have Tony comes back to the to the crew uh, in the back room of Satrials. This is, I mean, this is one of my favorite sort of endings to an episode where it's, you know, just business as usual. This is his comfort zone, right? Like, like there's beads of fucking sweat on Tony's forehead when he's like just forced to be at home listening to his wife's book club. He's not, he's so miserable. And then he fucking comes back to, you know, his, his uh, natural element here, you know, uh, Hesh and, and Crisp playing whatever fucking card game we got Polly and Syl making making sauce 
just hanging out in the back of Satrials. Talks about like, his uh, new moisturizer he's using. <laughs> new moisturizer. <laughs> nice little touch. Yeah. yeah I, so I was like, eh, maybe I'll try it. I love the the last shot. It just seems like a like a nice, like dreary, like I don't know if it's fall or spring. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like a nice dreary, like northeast um Polly trying to catch three the o'clock sun in the afternoon. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Like um spring or fall day, maybe fall. I don't know. Yeah. I guess so then I guess it would be early in the basketball season if it was fall. Right. Um and then Agent Harris shows up and he's like, Oh, Tony, how about that Nets game? Like <laughs> What do you think they were trying to say there? Because I, I'm a little skeptical that the rest of the guy, because Tony like warmly, very warmly greets him. And I'm a little skeptical the rest of the guys wouldn't be like, what the fuck are you doing being so friendly to this fucking FBI agent? You know? They they already know that he is. I yeah, mean, they know he's, that he pops his head yeah. in. I mean, right. It's the whole, it's the whole, it's the whole, the whole hum, whole humdrum of life sort of uh, right, thing right, that, right. that the episode is. I will also say too, that I thought it, it, it felt like the quiet before the storm because the next two episodes are pretty bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's um, a question I have for you hardcore dudes who have seen this yeah. dozens of times. Last episode ends with a car crash with that dipshit Carmine. Which is yeah. that little Carmine or is that a different Carmine? No, I don't think it is. Just but they had you, they're Italian like trying name. to get like Italian names in, so they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're, they reuse yeah. them every once in a while. Yeah, it could have just as easily been like, hey, Giuseppe, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What are you speeding? Hey, Beto. Beto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there, I did see when I was doing my search for fucking internet this week, I did see a lot of people asking that same question. So you got your thumb on the pulse, man. For there having seen one time, you're you're good. You're good. Um, uh, well, we but yeah, that's that's we, pretty much it. We talked way more about this F than I thought we would be able to, <laughs> considering that <laughs> there, there were uh, no real like you know a lot of wild amazement. yeah wild plot points or anything. But um, sure. but it's good. I always appreciate these Eps too. Like I just remember like watching back when the show was on. Because you always knew that when you would get an app like this, there was probably something pretty intense yeah. on the way. Well, um, final two apps are always intense, but yeah. especially what, for whatever reason, the penultimate episode of each season is always usually like the, the the big one climax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we want to move on. Yeah. Yes. Uh. So kill cow. Uh, when we have guests on, we often play a little game with them called "Have You Ever." Uh, our last guest did not play along and it was really, really fucking annoying. And, you know, he was, uh, you know, he was a doctor. So I think like he was just trying to show us up and stick his nose up at us. Um, but this is a uh, show I'm for the gonna, commoners. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is for, for us paisans. Uh, <laughs> uh, but basically I'll just ask you some, have you ever questions and, you know, just answer, you know, truthfully. Um, okay. are, are you ready? I'm ready. You good? I'm good. Uh, first question. Uh, have you ever gone to any sort of therapy before? Uh, no, I have not. But I've gone to a doctor's office that's connected to a therapy office. And I saw my friend walk into there. And I thought, huh, is this guy getting therapy? What's wrong with him? <laughs> oh, shit. That's, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. That's like the, the worst. That's like uh, when uh, Tony sees, like, Syl at, uh, in season one. And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. okay. So you went to a doctor's office. 
Um, have you ever gone to the doctor and um, the doctor smells like vodka because they have to drink to deal with you? <laughs> Usually I smell like vodka because I have to deal with the doctor. <laughs> and it's always Belvedere vodka. That's why you're going to the doctor. Yeah. Which I yeah, assume is produced by Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. Uh, that is correct. Um, yeah, I think when he sat notoriously sat on his balls and uh, couldn't shoot the show for a while, he <laughs> came up with the idea for Belvedere uh, vodka. Uh, all right, uh, next one. Have you have you ever been to a mini mart? Uh, I've been to a minute mart. A minute mart. It's okay. Minute mart. M I N I T. And I, there was one by my college and I thought it was mini Mart for the longest time. And then like a week before graduation, I was like, oh, this is minute Mart. I've been living a lie for four years. Fuck dude. Where'd you go to school? I I went to Penn state. Oh, okay. Right. Right. In what some would consider the pine barrens of Pennsylvania. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Uh, okay. So you went to a minute Mart, um, have you ever been to uh, a Minute Mart and the trash truck comes and dumps pounds of garbage in the parking lot? And the owner of the Minute Mart <laughs> runs out and he's like, hey, you motherfuckers. Did you ever see that? Or? Well, like I said, that's like every other Tuesday in Philadelphia right, right. after <laughs> Eagles losses. And, oh, fuck. you know, if you if you listen very closely to the Eagles fight song then you can hear that one of the lyrics is you are speaking shit to me. <laughs> you have to be paying attention though. That's yeah, right. only well, only you know, real Eagles heads know. We're we're Giants fans, so we, we don't fuck with that shit. Um yeah. all right, next question. Uh have you ever bought someone a gift? Um uh, uh yeah. Yeah. Have you ever bought someone a gift because you they're your lawyer and they got you off of a murder charge? That's like half of the gifts that I've Hell yeah. gotten. Hell yeah. 50%. Wow. Dude, so far this is going way better than our last episode. Um, have you have you ever gone to a party? I've been to a couple parties, yes. Hell yeah. I, 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 I knew you were going to say yes. Uh, have you ever gone to a party and your sister's fiance is there and he's a piece of shit psychopath and he refuses to respect you and you have to tell him you hate the way he makes you fucking ride him all the time. <laughs> and then you're so overcome with anger that you end up having a panic attack. And then at the hospital, the doctor is like, you could lose some weight. Um, ever happened to you? Or? I, I feel like you've got a window right into my soul right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Dude, fuck that doctor. Uh, this, is a, this is a one-off. Have you ever had Gabagool? Uh, yes. I had Gabagool for real for the first time like a month ago. Got a sandwich so, so, and I saw oh. I saw Gabagool was on the ingredients list. And I'm like, oh, getting it. Oh, <laughs> did you not recognize it at first because it said Capicola? No, I that's right. I I got into the whole history of Gabagool, so I Ooh, saw the Capicola yeah. and I'm like, this <laughs> is Gabagool. See, what... how did you find it? Did yeah, you did enjoy you enjoy it? it? Oh yeah, it was excellent. It was. It was it was mixed in with a bunch of other Italian meats, so naturally I I can't really you got it's, it. you got it's, it. it's it's kind of like a firing squad where you don't know what caused the specific deliciousness, but you know it was a part of it. So <laughs> I right. I'd say I enjoyed the gabagool. I I will say there was a there was a pizza place in my neighborhood growing up, 
owned by Greeks, but they had really good uh, heroes. And I would often get what I thought back then was Capicola because that's what they fucking said because they were Greek and they didn't know shit. Uh, so they would always say Capicola. So when I first started watching Sopranos, I was like, sorry, what? What's Gabagool? I, I I just I just had this conversation with my dad because my dad is is watching it and he was like I had to look up what Gabagool is and I was right. like you know what fucking Gabagool is dad <laughs> yeah. you're from wow. North Jersey he's from North Jersey he's yeah, like that's... no I don't this was in Hartford Connecticut so it makes more sense but come on it, dude, yeah, yeah but he's come like on. a nerdy Jew I'm proud so, to say you know. I I knew that Gabagool was the word before I ever heard the word Capicola well as you should you're, I agree you're I Italian. so did I. Uh, well, good for you. All right, next question. Uh, have you ever had a date at your house? Uh, yes. Have you ever had a date at your house because you're on house arrest because you did a bunch of crimes? Uh, I, I, I'd say half yes, because I did a few <laughs> crimes that were bigger. But you weren't on house arrest. Like, I, I was on house ha- arrest, but not for oh, a you were ha- on house arrest. Just okay, for okay. a few crimes. You know, yeah. House Arrest reminds me of the movie House Party, which is uh, it, it's actually holds up. It, it reminded uh, right, me now, of Dominic uh, Kinesi could have starred in. I, I was thinking of House Guest, the Sinbad movie. Oh, also incredible. Ooh, Phil Phil Hoffman. That's a good one. You know what? I watched that like last year. Doesn't hold up. Oh. Really? Uh, I was very sad. Don't tell us very that. Very sad. Don't tell That's us. I'm sorry. Well, now we're all. I sad. love them both. Yeah, now we're all sad. Thanks a lot. Uh, Sorry, all right, next question. Uh, just a couple more. Have you ever flirted with someone? I've flirted, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. I'm Hell a big yeah. flirt. You know that. Hell yeah. Have you? <laughs> flirting with Hell yeah. Spellman this whole podcast. That's man. right. Uh, by the way, I, I feel terrible that I'm, I'm the only one on this podcast without glasses, and I feel really threatened by you guys. Um, okay, so you have flirted with someone. Have you ever flirted with someone by telling them about your bunions? Oh, God. That's my go-to <laughs> line. And oh, it, well, it it was my go-to line, but then someone said to me, "You know how I feel about feet," and I, I had to cut it off. <laughs> I love which, that line. Which by, by the way, like it, like he also comments like later on about the wine that Furio brings, the how the, yeah. the wine that his uncle makes. And he, it's just, it tastes like people's feet. So clearly, he's like the opposite of Rex Ryan. He's just like like <laughs> disgust, absolutely disgusting. He's got a weird thing about people's feet. Yeah, sure. Fair. He also says the line about using his toes uh, this episode to call (laughs) the authorities. So, you know, Um, have you ever worked in an office? Yes. Uh, Have you ever made a basketball pool for people in the office with a ruler that you had previously used to scratch your disgusting rash? (laughs) Usually I keep my rulers separated. That's smart. (laughs) See, that's smart. That's kind what of you. I think Tony would have stuck around a little more if he had done that, but obviously I, I would have loved to see protocol. a spinoff of just Tony as like an office worker. He's like, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just circling back here. Right. <laughs> if the show was around in like 2011, like that would have been a webisode or something. Right. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I had sex with the secretary. <laughs> Born again Christian. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Uh, we did not. Uh, I do love that uh, the look on his face when uh, Barone tells him she's a born again Christian. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd. Uh, <laughs> all right, two more. Uh, has anyone ever insulted you? 
I've been insulted, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all have. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sadly, sorry. yes, I've yeah. been insulted. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry about that. Uh, has anyone ever insulted you by telling you you're flexing, but like in an insulting way? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm I'm waiting for that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'd... Well, dude, just be careful where you flex, man. That's right, all I right, can right. Say. Uh, and then last question: Have you ever eaten half a tray or more of menagut in one sitting? No, I've never eaten half a tray or more of menagut. Oh, good man! I would love I, to oh. eat half a tray of menagot. not even in several sittings. Just it's, uh, I, I don't think collectively. Kill, wow. kill a cow is on the east coast right now. It's uh, 10 p.m., but it is dinner time on the west coast, and I am fucking famished. I would definitely eat yeah. half a tray right now. My cousin you know makes menagot, it great. Not my favorite. No, I, uh, I prefer a uh, big ziti. I rather big ziti. It's too much. I'll take some ravioli if I want to cheese fill I, something. You, you can have like one, like one tube, like one. Yeah. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I like it more than ravioli for some reason. I don't really? Know why? Yeah. You fucking monster. I guess there's more. I, I feel like there's more cheese. <laughs> there was if you more get ravioli. Two. There was a great. I know. I know. Did, I know. Did you guys? <laughs> I know. You're right. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But I just can't help myself. I would eat that fucking tray. It's better cold. It's better the next day. Did you? True. Did you guys ever go to an Italian restaurant on Worcester Street in New Haven called Tony and Lucille's? Did you ever go there? No, um, I know. I know of it though. Yeah. It was my family's place, and I will say their menagot was fucking. I, I. It's like what. My mom and I usually got it was really fucking great. Maybe I'll try. Is it still around? I think it just closed. Yeah, I'll try it because you guys can, never went. Travel again. <laughs> well, you guys never went, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly wouldn't have ordered the men I got. So, <laughs> fuck you, fuckhead. Uh, anyway, that was uh, Goliath's... That was have you ever? Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Evan. Glad glad I could do better than a doctor on this. You it, won. Yeah, you, you won. won you actually won the game. I, I've wow. never seen that before, ever. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we want to do this this mid roll. <laughs> yeah. Who's reading it? <laughs> oh fuck. I'll I, I sent it to you. Yeah, go easy. I it. got. I got. You, if you have it. Uh, hey guys. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, BetOnline.ag. As a lie. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> an extreme shortage. <laughs> insulting our our sponsors. Sports are slowly making their way back, and Bet Online is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fun. And if you need even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Simulations. I gotta Looking bet on. For, I gotta bet on one of these simulations <laughs> to see how much money I'm gonna what lose. Is, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. Looking for something else other than sports? Bet online has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to check out. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word: BLUEWIRE. Bet online, your online wagering experts. I just imagine like the simulation. It's like betting on like you know in the casinos like the fake like horse race like on yeah. that table. Like that's what, yeah. that's what it's like. Right. But that you can actually watch. Like this is some <laughs> like 
someone right. in like you know Bangladesh being like, oh man, right. Right. just screw him out of this. No, moment. you lost, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, guys, check it out. Uh, yeah, use the use that promo code Blue Wire and definitely uh, go on BenOnline.ag. <laughs> All right, we are at fucking internet. This is of course the segment of the show when we uh, source your questions, concerns, comments about the Sopranos uh, from Reddit. Twitter and nowhere else. Actually, it's all... No, I have one Twitter this week. Okay, cool. Um, this one from user Cram Baswad. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Season 2, Episode 11, House Arrest. At the end of episode, when they're out in front of the pork store, Agent Harris introduces Tony to his new partner, Agent Marquez. Tony asks, What's the matter? No openings at the post office? And Cram Baswad asks, what's the implication? <laughs> I have a feeling this is, English is like not the first language with Cram Baswad. Mm. So let's, let's explain. I don't know. Uh, with, a, with a name like that, I mean, I think they've got a great command of that language. Think, yeah, they sound like they're <laughs> hip to the king's English. Cram, uh, it's a, Cram it's, Baswad. Uh, maybe that's just how I'm pronouncing sir, it. It's, it's a, excuse no, me, no. it's Sir Cram Baswad. <laughs> Um, it's a it's a it's a shittier job in the government like it's yeah, like, yeah there's something like hey right. like you're not a skilled person you're looking for a government job yeah like as like job oh you're office. yeah you should you belong there like it's a raz you know like uh, yeah. yeah also he's been <laughs> rusty with razzing people since he hasn't been in that world so <laughs> you might just be That's saying really shit without thinking about it Actually, of course, I really love that answer. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That that actually is a better explanation for all of it. He's he's fucking not busting balls all week, and he comes back with that one. Yeah, that, that less than par zinger. This one from user Alex Higgins. Why do you think Tony nearly had a second panic attack in the house arrest episode? I draw your attention to the scene where Tony, Carmela, Richie, and Janice are at a house that Richie and Janice are looking to buy. Tony tells Richie he has told his uncle not to sell drugs and garbage routes, which caused an earlier panic attack for Tony when he confronted Richie. Anyway, Tony nearly has a panic attack and excuses himself. I've seen some folk claim that this is due to Tony's fear of Richie and others claim it's because he wants to murder Richie. What do you say? What do you guys uh, think? Um, the second panic attack in the episode, which we actually didn't discuss, is, is when Janice and Richie are house hunting. And they're at this place, and and Tony finally confronts uh, Richie about shit and and this and that, and then he ends up like, oh, you know, I'm feeling hot, and and he's like, I'm just gonna leave, and he goes out front. What do you guys think spurred that? Well, I guess maybe it's um, maybe he's uh, he's finally finding a way how to deal with his panic attacks. Um because he removes himself from a situation where he's feeling panicky and then he feels better. And also in doing that, he thinks, I think he he says, Oh, you poor bastard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's standing outside and and, and Richie like knocks on the window. Right. And he's like, Oh, you poor bastard. Yeah. Cause he's, he's seeing how like, I guess kind of fuck Richie is like, he thinks he, Richie thinks he can be in the, in that, you know, I'm the same echelon as as Tony, but but he he won't get he won't you know he won't arise to that. 
Oh, see, I, th- yeah. I, I, I thought he Maybe? was thinking you poor, you poor bastard because like he's marrying Janice. That and and that as well. <laughs> that and is that as well. Complete. You know, he's looking at the whole like situation of Richie, and it's just like, oh, no, it's gonna it's gonna turn out bad for him. Why am I so panicked? Yeah, you know. Right. Um, but also, there's there's you could look at it as he's saying that to himself. Like, oh, you poor bastard. Like, this is now going to be your brother-in-law and you're going to have to fucking, he's going to be a thorn in your side for however long. I don't know, but does he calm himself down? Does he, I I, I mean, I'm. He does when he goes out, he gets some air, but but I I wanted to point out, like, earlier when he had the panic attack at the garbage men's ball, it was, like we said, peppered with all these, like, fucking mundane conversations about the business well, he Tony only starts to have the panic attack, not when he's like outwardly confrontational with Richie, but when Richie starts talking about, you know, the walls, they're not sheetrock, you know, uh, oh, they just put a new lawn in. When it's like the mundane conversational shit, when Tony starts to fucking have the panic attack. And I, and like, I think, I think maybe that's what's causing it. He's, he's like forced to accept this guy who he knows is a monster, like into, the conversation that is like his regular sort of life, right? Like we're just going to shoot the shit now. And that sort of like causes him to, to go off the rails and maybe start to panic. What do you guys think? Yeah. But then I think he realizes like that Richie is the poor bastard when he goes inside. <laughs> I don't think Tony would ever call say that to himself. He would never think yeah, that about you himself. poor bastard. Well, he no. does feel sorry for himself a lot. You don't yeah, think so? But I don't think he would vocalize it. I don't think yeah. he would like, I don't, I mean, maybe to Melfi. But like, like to himself, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's again, it's 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 interesting. It's an interesting scene. It's a good question, Alex Higgins. Any Alex, other thoughts? Real name, real question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on to user altruistic skill. Uh, this is a, this is more of a general question for the entirety of the series. <laughs> Characters you wish they had done more with. I wish they'd done more with the kid who spilled fried rice over Richie April when he was on his way through the food court. That's his entire post. That's it. What do you guys think? What that's I mean, amazing. you could answer seriously, or you could, I mean, you could have a joke answer. Like, I, I think that's the best joke answer. Yeah, yeah. I don't there's think no there's a better to top one. That. There's no way to top that. I don't even, like. I don't like. I never even would think of that character ever again. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. until you mentioned it. I mean. Um, Maybe. He doesn't even appear on screen. It's just Richie's <laughs> yeah. pissed. He's like, this yeah. fucking kid spilled fried rice all over me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's um, so funny. I mean, uh, maybe uh, maybe the weirdo guy uh, who goes, oh, shit, when Phil's head gets run over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just have a whole episode. The you're, you are speaking shit to me, guy. That'd be great just yeah. to see more of him. Yeah. I, I want to see, like, a day in the life of Vic the appraiser. <laughs> yes. Just like aside from the one horrible day where he gets beaten up twice and told to get his appraising shit out. Right, right. But just Stop like appraising. I don't know him going to the office, doing some doing some appraisals, going home to his family. Right. I, I assume that he just like opens every every scene that he goes into in his life he just walks in and he's like hey i'm vic the appraiser what you need <laughs> we should say you, you you often change your twitter name with uh you know some fun wording and in honor of the coming on the pod you you change your twitter name to michael vic the appraiser which I think <laughs> is 
quite good. Fantastic. Thank you. I, I was feeling nervous about it. The first reply when I announced I changed the name was someone saying, cool, what does it mean? <laughs> and then well, I'm like, well, Michael Vick is someone, Vick the appraiser is a very minor character on The Sopranos. And then like they just said, oh, hard. thanks. I, I, I thought you were going to link them. You got to link them to this episode once it comes oh, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I, Please, we need more listeners. I thought it was like going to be Eagles fans being like, he paid his dues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not I'll dog a... appraising anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll give a kind of serious, kind of jokey answer. I would love to see more of uh, Lou DiMaggio and those weirdo fucks up in uh, oh, Rhode a, Island. That's a really good call. Those, uh, yeah. That w- you, do you remember yeah. this, uh, Evan? The uh, the guys they almost had uh, do the hit on uh, Johnny Sack. They Chris and oh. Phil go up to Rhode Island. A bunch of old guys. It's like yeah, like with the, the and, and like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just blind Ooh. people and psychopaths. Like, like I would love to see like a little spin. It's Father's birthday. <laughs> yeah, the priest is We're there. Having like cake. very weird. <laughs> Because everybody would like, because they established those characters so well. Yeah. And then well, they Jun- never, and like, Jun- their one scene. Because Junior, before they go up, Junior's like, don't fuck with these people. Little, yeah, yeah. Like, he builds them up. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then just nothing. So it's like, right. why? But, like, hey, I don't know. Maybe they had other storylines planned. That's a really good call. Yeah. Okay, this one from Twitter. I thought you were talking um, about my neighbor, Lou DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know what you mean by that, but um, real guy, he, we should have him on. Yeah, we should have him on. Oh, yeah? Stand-up comedian. Oh, really? Oh, is Lou DiMaggio? A uh, yeah, yeah He's a real guy. A, a peer of uh, like Seinfeld and uh, and Ray Romano and like all the all those guys back in uh, the eighties. We'll have him on. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Sorry. we'll get him on. We'll get Sorry, him on. I, that's my fault. That was a stupid. Uh, uh, Come on, tangent. spells. What the fuck, we're already going so fucking long. We got How momentum. dare you talk about bringing another guest while a current guest <laughs> is very on. I'm sorry. Very... My apologies. You're better than Lou DiMaggio, man. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. Thank um, you. This one from at Sopranos Club. Uh, it's a poll. If Chris had survived and Tony was killed in Holston's, would Christopher have been a strong enough character to have led the show in a spinoff? What do you think? Uh, mm. No. You don't think so? No. If if they did like a really absurd, like ignoring a lot of character traits kind of spinoff and (laughs) made him like permanently get clean and he just becomes like an Ari Gold kind of figure out in Hollywood and (laughs) is signing like Vinny Chase up to do Cleaver. (laughs) That would be that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yes. I mean, that that would be good. I think you just sold that to HBO Max, man. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Mm. man. Like Joey, yeah, yeah, like right. Joey, but Sopranos. <laughs> uh, um, no, no, no. How? Oh, yeah. Can we get uh, someone to be better than like one of the greatest characters of television history? No. I, yeah. I can see the uh, deadline headline now. Um, Christopher canceled after one season. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Even Chase fucking kills himself because he can never, ever show his face again in Hollywood. I mean, look, it would be as good. I'd fucking watch the hell out of it. Tell you that much. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, and our final question. We'll wrap it up. Uh, this one from Reddit also. User 
Audiendi, A-U-T-I-N-D-I-E. This post titled, Joe Pesci. If you could swap one actor for Joe Pesci to take their role in The Sopranos, who would it be? I mean, Polly is the obvious answer, right? Like, think so? Sure, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of obvious answers. Joe Pesci could have been Um, an interesting Ralphie. uh, You don't think so? I don't know. No, I don't. I think he could have been an interesting Richie. Or Sale, maybe? I... I say Phil Leotardo. That was the first oh, thing. Oh, actually, yeah, Phil. Well, yeah. it's funny because they always like he like kill each other in the fucking Scorsese movies. That's right? true. Right. Yeah. True. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I I think we've seen in The Irishman that Joe Pesci has a lot more range than maybe a lot of us would have considered. So that's true. I, everything we've said is a pretty good answer, but I want to give him a challenge, Vito <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Age him down with the new technology. Age oh, yeah, down. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, don't even age him down. Don't don't even, like, explain it. Just have him, like, just have him the shit. Have him wear the makeup I, I want, uh, I with him, the new technology. Yeah, I want, goth I want goth Joe Pesci to get an <laughs> Emmy for pooping in the shower. That's that's wonderful. You can't beat that answer. So, uh, on, on that note. Yeah. On that note, uh... Evan, remind everybody where they can find you. Uh, I'm I'm on Twitter at Killacow, K-I-L-L-A-K-O-W. Uh, you can find Sopranos Robes on Instagram at Sopranos Robes, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Love it, and right. and uh, honestly, listeners, uh, give him a follow. Uh, it, you you legitimately are one of the the best twitters. Uh, and uh, you know, despite my hatred of Philly, uh, you know, I I love your stuff. So, and uh, and thank you for coming on. I appreciate this. Thank this you, man. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's I all I've been doing for the past few months is talking with my girlfriend about The Sopranos. So <laughs> it's nice to continue just doing that too with with other people. With other people. I, <laughs> I've seen you. You're sort oh, of you're sort of dabbling in like The Sopranos, like stuff like that guy ryan perry does like uh i think you should leave league pass and i love it i'm here for it i love every minute of it keep keep making weird sopranos jokes uh the three people on this podcast will love it um and as always listeners you can find us at o sopranos pod on instagram and twitter you can also email us at o sopranos pod at gmail Give us a five-star review. Subscribe if Please. you aren't already subscribing. All that fucking bullshit. Write whatever the fuck you want. You can shit on us all you want. Just give us the five stars, okay? You fucking stones, all right? All right? All right. We good? Yeah. Get up. Get oh. up. Oh. All right. Oh. Until next week. Oh. 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 Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds means next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow you down. 
Instead, choose BreezeLine and go boss mode with next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network so you can level up your day and champion every quest. Now that's BreezeLine. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.